Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or... Call or text 988. Available 24-7. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut. Friday, April 29th edition of the program. We have so much to discuss. The disinformation czar is apparently a massive musical theater nerd, but we could forgive that. The part that we can't is that she's also a practitioner of disinformation. What a shock. Elizabeth Warren says there should be new rules to govern social media now that Elon Musk is buying Twitter. No one's surprised on that one. We've got the latest numbers of gotaways at the southern border. Biden's approval numbers are in the dumpster. And also you have continued fights over the culture war and how it will affect the midterms. That's where we are heading, friends, so much to discuss. But first off, I just got to tell you, I had a conversation with my brothers this morning because we are investors in real estate through Done For Your Real Estate, and the properties we've bought have all been doing incredibly well, and we've had uh, really solid gains on them in terms of equity, 
and we're looking to buy another one because these guys know what they're doing. Done for you real estate will take you through every step of the process. Okay, I'm telling you, if you've thought, I, you know, I want to own real estate, I want to own tangible assets, and build financial security for myself through income that's coming to me every month, but also building equity and real estate over time. You got to call my friends at Done for You Real Estate. Easiest things actually go to their website. Just go to doneforyoubuck.com. That's doneforyoubuck.com. They'll take you through every step of the process, helping you pick the city you want to invest in or the area, the house you want to invest in, get you the loan that you need, get you the management team in place, get a tenant in that house. It's such a great process once you get going with it. Go to doneforyoubuck.com. Again, that is doneforyoubuck.com. Check it out today. Become a real estate investor. Nina Jankowitz is the... COVID, I'm sorry, the general disinformation, sorry, not just COVID, disinformation within uh, DHS, mostly I think having to do with uh, Russian disinformation. I really do think that one of the superhuman powers that the left seems to possess is that they have no ability to pick up on irony. Uh, there's no self-awareness. And at a certain level, you, you, your lack of self-awareness is a superhuman trait because it allows you to just do or say anything, whereas other people would say, oh, my gosh, I'm such a joke. The left, the Democrat Party, these are the same thing now, by the way. It used to be there was a faction of the Democrat Party that was the left. Now that faction runs the Democrat Party. Now that faction is the vanguard. They're in charge. So even Democrats who aren't hard left are moving in the direction, their party is moving in the direction of the hard left because of the uh, the hard left. So uh, they're people who went along with as a party, the Democrat Party went along with the Russia disinformation ruse, as you know. And here is the now disinformation governance board head Nina Jankowitz singing, singing about disinformation online. She thought it was a good idea to post this. OK, this is public. Uh, this is public record. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo, and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh! Have you had enough? Have you had enough? Are you crying yet? Are you crying on the inside from all of the singing? You should be. Was that rough? I put you through that just so you understand. This is what the Democrat Party has been reduced to. They're putting this person in charge of a disinformation board. Now, look, I, you know, I'm a guy who does a lot of stuff in public, and some of it's um, some of it's meant to be comedic, and others not. But the the bigger issue. So we can have some fun here with the musical theater nerd thing. Uh, but the bigger issue is that she was a big proponent publicly of the Hunter Biden laptop story is a Trump campaign product, as in it was manufactured by the Trump campaign. It was a lie. Well, that's as we know, that's disinformation. That's just not true. I'm sure if you were to go back further into her public statement, see, this is going to be the problem that Democrats have to deal with. 
they used to be able to put these zealots, these ideologues into positions where they would tell us, oh, no, but they're not they're not uh, super left wing. They're just a good old fashioned moderate. It's all fine. Nothing to see here. Well, it turns out turns out that when you have a long history of writing borderline insane things online or saying things on TikTok or whatever, we can find that and know who we're really dealing with. So they can't get away with pretending people that are going to be in jobs where they're just referees. They're just bureaucrats obeying the law. No, they're actually activists. They're just activists that burrow deep within the federal government. And that's the bigger concern here. Uh, whether there's any real power in this governance, disinformation governance board or not. And I think they're starting out with something that sounds pretty benign, but it will grow, of course, and that they're doing this at a time when free speech is so at issue that this would even come up. It shows a tone deafness if they really wanted to be supportive. The Democrats want to be supportive of free speech. They don't. They don't believe in free speech. They believe in the right to say that is disinformation. The Democrats as a party have embraced, you are not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to disagree with us on matters of judgment when it comes to policy. Policy. It's disinformation, you see. You're not allowed. Here's Jen Psaki being asked by Jackie Heinrich of Fox about disinformation board uh, member Nina Jankowitz. She had previously called the Hunter Biden laptop a, a Trump campaign product, um, seeming to discredit its validity or validity of reporting surrounding that. How can you assuage concerns of people who are looking at this person who's been appointed to this position and wondering if she's going to be able to accurately judge misinformation now that a lot of that reporting has been uh, proven to be factual in some ways? Well, I don't have any comments on the laptop, but what I can tell you is that it sounds like the objective of the board is to prevent disinformation and misinformation from traveling around the country in a range of communities. I'm not sure who opposes that effort. I do. How about that? How about anybody, anybody who has any knowledge of the history of government suppression of information and censorship in such broad terms in this way? I just have to wonder what happened to all the civil libertarians that supposedly exist out there. They're just silent on this stuff for the most part. Not all of them. There are some people that have spoken out, but very, very few. And also, this is another moment where libertarians should be at DEFCON 1 over this, right? But no, of course not. Because as much as libertarians can be amusing and some of them are my friends, they're generally politically worthless. I'm just saying it's true. It's just the reality. I wish it weren't the case. Um, doesn't mean I don't like them. It just means they're not helpful when we need them to be helpful. And then there is just the general sense here that they are recognizing they can't win the argument anymore. So they're just going all out to shut it down going into the midterms because they are going to get annihilated and they're going to do whatever they can to try to stop the bleeding, so to speak, of their uh, the poll numbers that they're facing and the midterm election that they're going into right now. Here is Elizabeth Warren. You know, all, all of a sudden she's really pushing for social media to have new regulations. I wonder if the timing and Twitter and Elon Musk has anything to do with this. I see that we need to make two big changes. 
The first one is we need a wealth tax in America. And let's talk about how Elon's purchase here was subsidized by tens of millions of people who've paid their taxes every year. And the second part is we need rules of the road for big tech. But ultimately, what all this boils down to is power. Who's going to have the power in our country? Are we going to make these decisions as a democracy? Or is this going to be Elon Musk all by himself, off in a room, a bazillionaire who just plays by his own set of rules? That's really what's at stake here. He just plays by his own set of rules. I, I thought it's a private company. It can do what it wants. That's what the left was saying for years, years and years. It is just about power. They have no principles. So whatever they think will adversely affect their power, they fight that. Whatever they think will enhance their power, they push for that. It's very straightforward. Right? That's it. There's really nothing beyond that. They don't even pretend to defend um, free speech as, as a principle anymore. And it is, the, it is the foundational freedom. Now, I know people will tell me, Buck, the Second Amendment exists so we can have a First Amendment. And I, I can understand that uh, point of view as well. But without free speech, I mean, everything else that we think we have, does it even really matter? Because how can you protect any freedoms if you can't speak out about what's important to you? This is foundational to our society. You know, they keep using terms like a threat to our democracy. The federal government and the apparatus of the Democrat Party's efforts to end your ability to share your thoughts freely is the actual biggest threat to this country and our way of life that you have seen in your lifetime. That's the, the real threat. That, that matters more than all this other crap that they're always talking about. Oh, climate change. All this other stuff they're talking about. It doesn't matter nearly as much. And you've seen with COVID, look what they were able to get away with. And speech suppression was a huge part of it. Not allowed to protest. Remember that during lockdowns? Not allowed to protest. Not allowed to go to church. Not allowed to say the wrong thing on social media. I mean, if it wasn't for Florida, I do think we would have turned into Australia in this country because the left... Uh, machinery of hysteria would have just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. This is a real fight for freedom. This is not just in rhetorical terms. These people are nuts. They've embraced an ideology of absolutism and it runs their party and they've made because of all the cultural institutions that they have been able to seize control of over the years, academia, Hollywood, social media companies, major corporations, etc. Because of all of that, They've gotten so close to being able to force people to bend the knee about obvious lies. And some people do bend the knee, but try to force all of us to bend the knee about obvious lies that their absolute power grab was starting to feel like it was possible. Now you're seeing the backlash. Now you're seeing people finally say, I will not be forced to go along with your obvious lies. I will not be forced to say that a man can become pregnant. I mean, what could be more straightforward? This is why this issue is so central, because it really is about power. Do you think the left cares that much about the trans community as individuals? No, they do not. They're just using them as part of this movement toward power to censor, power to shut down, power to have you affirm that which you know to be untrue. Because once they do that, then they can force you to do whatever they want. You'll be confused. You'll be degraded. Your own sense of what is true and what is real is degraded when you have to affirm things that you know to be lies. They're aware of that. Live not by lies, as I keep saying. This is, and that is the Achilles heel of the Democrat Party today. That what, what will they be able to do? How can they go forward if they can't make you say things that are untrue? They don't know. They don't know. 
Come back in a second to the latest at the border. Four deputy U.S. marshals deployed under President Trump to uh, protect the defendant federal courthouse back in 2020 during the BLM riots. Yeah, they've been thrown under the bus by the Biden administration. Biden administration is not providing them with attorneys. They're being sued by the ACLU. This DOJ wants to leave people who defend their communities, their country, high and dry because of politics. These are officers who withstood physical harm, bottles of urine thrown at them, lasers uh, directed into their eyes to try to blind them by Antifa lunatics. And now they're going bankrupt because they have to pay for their own defense because the ACLU, which is also a totalitarian organization full of lies, is suing them. Do you want to help? You can help them. You can help these brave law enforcement officers right now. The Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund is helping people learn about this case and others like it to educate the public on the risks and threats associated with being an officer and raises funds to alleviate financial burdens. In this case, hundreds of thousands in mounting legal fees and at risk of losing their homes. Help these officers today. Donate at policedefense.org. That's policedefense.org. Policedefense.org. Please do help these officers uh, out if you can. Um, here is what's going on at our, at our border. Um, they're lying to you. That's obvious. The latest numbers on gotaways, I think are fascinating because it gives you a sense of the scale in fiscal year, 2021, 389,000 known gotaways. Now understand that that means that in fiscal year, 2021, Almost 400,000 people, these are all, these are going to be adults, overwhelmingly, almost all single adult males. That's what gotaways are usually, unless it's a, a truck full of different migrants or something that makes a, a break for it across the border. Almost 400,000 people got into the country. We have no idea who they are, and they're going to stay forever. That doesn't include the numbers uh, of the, you know, the percentage of the 2 million who came into the country were apprehended. And then almost half of them get to stay as well. But think about this. 400,000 people, roughly 389,155 is the official number. And there have already been in uh, fiscal year 22, 300,000 gotaways. So, so we're getting year in, year out right now. We're on track for four or 500,000 people who just make it. The, they don't even get arrested, processed, no idea. They just make it in the country. But Mayorkas, down on Capitol Hill, wants you to think that, don't worry, this administration's got a handle on things. Um, here he is talking about there are people on the terror watch list. This is real. People on the terror watch list have gotten into the country. Where are they? Here's what Mayorkas says. Secretary, have, have any of the 42 illegal migrants on the terrorist watch list or no-fly list encountered on our southwest border been released into the United States? Ranking Member Jordan, as I mentioned before, I will provide that data to you with respect to the disposition of each one i do not know the answer to your question the secretary of homeland security does not know the answer to the status of 42 individuals who came to our southern border illegally are on the no-fly list and the, uh, and the no uh, and the terrorist watch list you do not do not know whether they are been released or not into the country uh, that's your testimony ranking member uh, jordan as i've said before i will provide you the data saying he doesn't know not sure Yeah. Jim Jordan understands what the game is here. Here he is laying it down. Congressman, of course, they're not in the country. Of course, we've sent them back. Of course, they're detained. But when he didn't say that and indicated that they may, in fact, have been released into the country, 
That should be shocking because I said in the hearing, you're the Secretary of Homeland Security. Your number one job, mission number one. You go to their website, five mission, mission number one, prevent terrorism. That is shocking to me. But it, it shows you what I think we pointed out the front end of the hearing, pointed out throughout the hearing. What they're doing to our border, what they're doing to our country is intentional. It cannot be anything else. It is intentional that this border is as wide open as it is. We know it. They know it. But we'll continue to follow it, friends. Speak the truth here. Have a great weekend. Thanks for hanging out. Make sure you check out the uh, Clay and Buck show today as well. As always, I will talk to you Monday. Shields high. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me, because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.